Hello, and welcome to the AppThink Podcast. My name is Trevor Newberry. And my name is Dave Mason. We talk to founders, engineers, designers, PMs, and sometimes each other about what it takes to build amazing software products. We hope this podcast helps you turn your big idea into an amazing product. Dave, tell us about yourself. Hey, everyone. I'm uh, Dave Mason and um, one of the co-founders of AppThink. Um, and I'm also uh, currently um, the director of product management for Pack Health, which is a local healthcare company in Birmingham. Um, I have uh, been with that with the company for about six years um, since its very early days when we were uh, just a couple of people in a windowless room uh, in the Innovation Depot, which is uh, Birmingham's local uh, startup um, accelerator. And um, yeah, so my background, um, I started my career in management consultancy uh, with Deloitte, um, had a, a big focus in the analytics space, um, and then kind of went around, um, worked for a, a boutique consultancy um, after that, um, managed a, um, a social investment fund for, for a little while, um, and moved to the U.S. Um, about six years ago. So had a bit of a winding journey uh, to get uh, where I am today, um, but have learned a lot about um, how to build um, products in that time, uh, specifically software products. Um, and so I'm excited to share some of those lessons with uh, you guys. Awesome. And my name is Trevor Newberry. I am the uh, other co-founder of AppThink. Um, my path to uh, software product is also pretty winding. Um, I actually started my career in food and beverage, um, running restaurants, bars, cafes. Uh, when I started my consulting firm, it was it was focused on helping the owners and managers of those businesses uh, learn to do the really hard and complicated work of running those businesses, uh, things that often got ignored, uh, things like hiring, training, um, supply chain issues, keeping things fresh, keeping things um, in good quality and condition. Um, but what I learned was that professional services and food and beverage don't go well together. Um, there's not a lot of money in the industry, and there's not a lot of understanding of the value. So I got really really lucky that I had some people in my network that connected me uh, as a mentor to some people, some students in an accelerator that were working on software products. Uh, and I just fell in love with it. Um, thought that it was, uh, it felt like the right path. And so I dove headfirst into it. And over the past three years have uh, shifted my consultancy, Newberry Consulting Services, uh, entirely towards uh, product and software products. Yeah. So, um, you know, I want to let Dave, because Dave Dave describes it so eloquently, um, talk a little bit about the uh, the problem that we're trying to solve with AppThink. What is AppThink? Uh, why are we creating uh, this product slash series of products? Um, hopefully, series of products. Um, so, Dave, I'm going to let you tackle that first. Sure. Yeah. So, I think the the big problem that uh, we are looking to solve is. Um, when you have an idea for a new product uh, or business or even uh, you know a new feature within an existing product um it's it's really easy to get enamored with that idea and i've i've had this experience multiple times where i have this revelation and think oh yeah this idea this is this is the one that is going to solve uh this problem that we have and um you know, the, the cold hard truth is that uh, most ideas are not as good as uh, you think they are. And they, they aren't going to um, get you 
um, the success or the outcomes uh, that you uh, believe that they're going to um, give you and and there's a couple of reasons for that um, one is that um, it's actually really hard to change people um, you know, customers users behavior so um, it's it's uh, easy to um, have an idea um, that when you implement it uh, it's not significant enough to actually change people get them to switch from product a to your product um, to actually adopt the behavior that you're looking for them to adopt uh, or what have you um, uh, you know the other the other reason is simply that um, you know you are not necessarily the user or customer and um, that you um, are looking to target so um, often people um, experience a problem and then they they want to solve it right and so um you you might be the um sort of patient zero for your product uh, but that doesn't mean that um, everyone else thinks about this thing in the same way you do um, and so um, there's there's a whole load of reasons why uh, an initial idea that you have may not be successful um now that doesn't. That may sound like I'm a total pessimist, and essentially what I'm saying is that nobody should try and start businesses, um, try and build products, and so on. And that's absolutely not the case. Um, what I have learned over time is that um, you know, really, the best way to think about uh, product management is through the lens of risk. Um, so you know, pursuing an idea is an inherently risky endeavor, uh, but there are great techniques. Um, that often don't require a bunch of time or money uh, that can actually dramatically reduce um, the risk that you're taking. Uh, a, a lot of the time that, uh, you know, that translates to, uh, you know, an initial idea and, um, you know, trying to iterate on that idea to the great idea rather than just assuming that the first idea is the right one. Um, so th that's kind of the, the kind of the, the foundation for what, um, we are trying to solve is to help people understand these techniques and apply them uh, for their own ideas um, so that you know they can go from that initial idea to finding that successful idea that diamond in the rough so to speak sure and I think one of the things for me <clears throat> because my you know to give a little bit more insight my my consultancy works directly with non-technical founders um, of software products and one of the dirty little secrets that they don't tell you when you go to a dev shop or you uh, talk to a, a freelance developer is that the people that have built the Airbnbs of the world um, the Zappos the um, the Amazons Apples they have you know, hordes of people that know all these things. Um, they can outsource um, those sorts of skills and those sorts of activities. They can buy that talent and bring it in. And when you are a uh, solo or maybe just a small team that has never built a software product before, you're starting at an enormous deficit um, in, in understanding the mindset and the skill sets that are required to build successful software products. Um, and I'm really passionate personally, and I think you're, you are, you share this passion as well, that you know, people that are willing to take the risk to start businesses are people that need to be actively supported, that need to be uh, actively encouraged and helped in any way possible to be able to get that that product and that, that business that houses that product off the ground successfully. So, you know, when I looked around and I saw these people that would, you know, work for Uber for five years and then go start, you know, the next unicorn, 
Well, it was it, it was good for them, but it was also frustrating because I know so many people that wanted to build an app or that had an idea that for a software product that they never got off the ground and they may have even tried and lost a lot of money. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that these uh, these product management principles just didn't exist for them and, and they didn't really have an, an avenue to gain them. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I think, um, you know, an interesting... Um, kind of concept here uh, that Trevor's kind of talking about is that you know uh, there founders can really fall into two two categories when we're talking about software products so uh, the first and most obvious is um, uh, somebody with a technical background a software engineer and um, you know they they have the kind of luxury in a sense of being able to invest sweat equity in their idea, right? So, uh, you know, if I'm a software engineer and I have the idea for for a new app, um, you know, maybe it's a game, maybe it's a, a social media platform or whatever, you know, I can I can invest my time to bring that idea to life, um, and maybe I have some you know, minor fees for like, you know, some cloud um, uh, products or something. But really, the, you know, those um, those costs are, are relatively uh, minor and it's really cheap um, to kind of start those kind of ideas. Um, and then the the other kind of founder is is a subject matter expert. So they, they have lived a problem and they are looking to maybe apply technology that they they kind of understand the concepts behind technology uh, enough to to see a potential way of solving maybe an old problem in their industry in a new way um, and you know with those folks uh, the challenge is that they don't have those skills to build this thing themselves and so the question is, then how do how does that person explore that idea? Uh, you know, one way is to kind of outsource the development of that and to hire a software development shop or something like that. Uh, maybe you you hire a software engineer or you look for a technical co-founder. But you know, in that early idea stage, um, you know, there isn't a whole lot for somebody to to buy into, um, and so. You know, it it's may, maybe going to be hard to find that person, or you would have to give away a, a large portion of your company to kind of make it worth their while, or or what have you. And even if you get that person on board, you then need to learn how to work with um, folks who who write software and who code. And there's a whole language um, to actually working effectively with somebody like that. So there's really a, a lot of kind of um, hurdles there. But at the, at the end of the day, that subject matter expert has one massive advantage which is that they really understand the industry and the um the problems facing uh you know what wherever they're an expert in so um you know there's uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that um, non-technical founders can't um start uh, companies and and create products um just as it doesn't mean that if you have those software development skills that you know, you can create a product and it's going to be successful. Um, there are, uh, you know, strengths and weaknesses uh, in both camps. Um, and you are going to need elements of both of those skill sets to form a successful business. Yep. Uh, could not agree with you more. Uh, so, you know, there you have it. AppThink is here to try and help teach our clients, our, our first-time and or non-technical founders, product management 
best practices, the, the principles that the big dogs, if you will, are using to build and launch successful software products. We want to bring that to you guys and gals. Um, and that's what you have to look forward to. Um, and that's to wrap up here. One of the things that we wanted to give you a little bit of insight into is what is coming down the pipeline. So we're starting the journey of AppThink with a lot of content, with building an audience. Uh, we've we've taken our own medicine and done some testing of uh, of different ideas uh, via things like email courses and eBooks and things like that, um, just to validate our own concept. Uh, but look forward to seeing a lot of blogs. We'll be active on most social media platforms uh, and this podcast. But coming early 2021, uh, expect our first product, Foundations, which, as the name implies, is all about the foundational aspects of building a software product. This is a five-day course that will focus on the very first steps that you need to do with your big idea in order to give yourself the highest chance of success, or as Dave put it, mitigate as much risk as possible when you're beginning the process of developing your product. Um, there's going to be a lot that goes into that. We're blending the best of online learning with as much hands-on learning as possible. So we'll be doing Zoom uh, lectures. We will be pre-recording some content. Uh, we will also be including a community feature so that our clients and our customers can engage with each other, uh, bounce ideas off of each other, not just the business ideas, but also results from the tactics that we're teaching uh, to sort of explore that a little bit more deeply in a, in a more holistic way. Uh, we're really excited about it. Uh, Foundations, again, is our first product. We'll be launching that in the next couple of months. Uh, but in the meantime, please stay tuned for more content via this podcast. You can find us on all the major podcast players. And as you've heard 100,000 times, please uh, leave us a review as you get through some of the content. We would love to see some five-star, maybe a four-star, but mostly five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and then otherwise, you can look forward to hearing from us uh, on a regular basis. So with that being said, Dave, is there anything you want to add? Uh, no, I think that all sounds good. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for listening and look forward to hearing from us in the next couple of weeks. Thanks for listening to AppThink. If you want to learn more about how you can turn your big idea into an amazing product, head on over to appthink.io. That's A-P-P-T-H-I-N-K dot I-O to check out our free resources. And if you're ready to get started building your product, sign up for one of our courses to help you save time and money building an amazing, successful product.